Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm Yutende, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutende. Ready to talk a little bit about Alejandra's interview and break some things down, as well as highlight some of the great points that Alejandra made. So I am loving this interview series, listeners. I hope you're enjoying it as much as I am. And, you know, Alejandra hit, I think, probably every point we've mentioned (laughs) in our series so far because she talked about the family she talked about being first gen she talked about being low income she talked about the transition and the family demands and then moving away i mean it just it was like you literally were like living you could follow her experience in your mind and I mean, how many times do we see students who experience exactly what Alejandra experienced? Yes. And what I really liked about Alejandra was just the cultural pieces that she brought up, being from a small town and having to move and make that conscious effort to move away and know that she's going to have to come back and help on the weekends. That's a huge commitment that affects everything from, you know, trying to find a job on campus, from creating a bigger community while you're there. The stress that it just adds to you're holding all that weight that you need to go back and help. So many things that she said really resonated. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it so much from hearing her, you know, just share her experience. But what I would definitely say stood out to me was the fact that she shared how she was not a stellar student in high school and she didn't even think college was a possibility. So I will say to everyone who is maybe not that A student, one of the things that I really appreciate about community college first is that it's like wiping the slate clean. You have a whole new identity when you get to the community college. You can create and become whatever identity you want. So if you wanna be that A student, you absolutely can. Right. And if you want to be, you know, that outgoing, loud personality, you can absolutely do that. And so I think her one of the great things about her experience is she talks about how moving away sort of helped her grow. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, people don't usually associate moving away with community college experience, right? Because most people think, oh, it's just down the street, or for most people, it's just down the street, it's local, so they're usually living at home. But here she is having that away from home college experience at a community college and just how it really changed how she looked at what she was capable of. So right, and the fact that she had to go and find her community And when she went to to the Puente Project and found that community was another way of her advocating for herself, pushing herself to grow, get better. And we all hit road bumps, right? We all hit them. So the fact that she was able to overcome those pieces and still be successful is something that I really wanted to highlight. Hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, she, her experience, it's funny how there's so many similarities, uh, you know, of course, a different culture. Um, she grew up in a small town, but there are a lot of people who will grow up in this city will understand her experience in terms of the pressure that comes along with having to support your family, having to, you know, be work on the weekends to help support your family or be home to support family. Um, and I thought, you know, although she has that unique experience that you don't hear about as much, um, it was still so relatable for so many first-gen students. 
Absolutely. And the pieces like, you know, with the medical pieces, those are things mm-hmm. that you can't tie. Mm-hmm. Right. And the stress that that could bring on you and affect you. And something that she mentioned was like, we don't know where the students at sometimes when you when you see them, like they could have all of these things going on in the background. And unless we ask those those right questions and the students ready to tell us about them, we might not see mm. everything that they're facing at that moment. So just a, I, I think as a counselor, it's a constant reminder for me. Like, you know, I, I always say when a student's on academic probation, their grades aren't their grades aren't where they want them to be. Like I always usually start from a from a position of like, hey, how can we support you? Mm-hmm. Right. Like this is just this is just an indicator right now that something's going on, that we got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So how do we get the support that you need to make you successful? Right. But sometimes, right, and it, it's hard because, you know, you start losing your aid. You start, you know, you start losing a lot of things when you're on probation. But the reality is, is sometimes it's just like we just want to stop you and ask, how do we help and support you Yes. through this tough time? Yeah, and I think her story highlights how very often a student being on academic probation um, is not about ability, Hmm. right, or a lack of. It's about um, experience, you know, definitely social-emotional challenges, financial challenges. There's so many other factors, and I think a lot of students will have those experiences and take it as a uh, personal assignment. Oh, I'm just not a good student, or I'm just maybe this college is not for me, or maybe this was a bad idea. Everybody was right about me. I mean, so many places, you know, so many ways <laughs> that it can it can manifest. But I, you know, I think that that she how she highlights that in her story um, is something that is so common and. Um, and she persevered. And I really liked how she talked about how she was ready to make an excuse to not even apply to transfer. <laughs> Do you recall when she talked about that? Yes, yes. Oh, gosh, there's so many layers right there when she said mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And, that. And the other piece that stood out to me, I wanted to shift was like once she found her counselor support and she started visiting the colleges and realizing like, hey, she could, this is where she wants to be is just another reminder, I think, for our students out there that if you have the access, if you have the ability, and if you don't try to join a program, check in with your institution to see what types of resources they have to allow you to have that ability to go step on campus because that could be that little push and motivation that you need to finish strong. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So today I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go actually gonna interrupt you and say, what would be your one thing? Because I keep going first. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my one thing from Alejandra's interview is definitely the idea of advocating for yourself. And I think maybe this is something we, you know, might have a future episode on it, is what does that actually look like? Right. What would what does self-advocacy really look like? She she shares um, in her experience what that was for her. Um, But I really challenge students listening to think about what that would mean for you to advocate for yourself and your needs. So that definitely for me is the one takeaway. What would be yours? I think the one takeaway for me would really I'm going to have to double down to be on. That's why it's tough to be second, huh? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it's okay to double down. Yeah, I'm gonna double down because I, yeah, I believe everything in this life. Like even just like as a professional, like the mm-hmm. more you, the more you grow, like the more you realize that sometimes you got to be your best self advocate because Absolutely. you know there's gonna be times that people are gonna help and support you. Mm-hmm. There has been so many people in my life that have helped me, but sometimes you just got to do it, and it's tough, and it's tough. But the more you do it, the better you get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really great points. Yeah, thanks. So I hope, listeners, that this was as helpful to you as it was to us. And again, please rate, review, and subscribe. We want to try to grow our our listeners out there because we want to make sure that you know these stories are shared and they're helping. Please remember, everything on this podcast is for informational purposes only. And Yutsunde, do you mind letting our listeners know where they could find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at cc underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at ccandsensibility at gmail.com. That's c-c-a-n-d-s-e-n-s-i-b-i-l-i-t-y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.